Relax and get loose while I put you up on game. The figure booth with Josh and Nate. This that podcast folk. Those in the know. Batman vs. Iron Man. How would it go? We talking one of a kind. Collectibles. Mezco toys are respectable. It's unacceptable. If it's not in the packaging, Nate don't take pics if you ain't rapping it. Nate's dirty tricks are always happening. But damn it, man. Don't you be stressing round here, we believe in plastic confessions We trying to figure out the figures that's gonna stand the test of time That G.I. Joe handmade hit me in the spine There's perfection in the way that these toys are made But I also wanna know, do I pick Wade or Slade? So this is where I come to kick it with the guys The figure booth, like, comment, and subscribe Welcome back, guys, to another episode of The Figure Booth. I am your host, Josh, a.k.a. Prime to the First. Hey, guys, this is Nate, a.k.a. Figurefan underscore Nate. And we have reached episode 14, which we are calling The Setup. It's been a week, man. And it's, it is, it's definitely been a week. It's time to uh, get everything out of boxes. And that's where, you know, I was thinking, what am I going to do with all these figures? Um, either need to and how do you go about our our setups you know and that's kind of what brought me to the name of our title this this episode this for this week so let me ask you this do you do you stick by lines like everything must go together do you stick by character all bat like a full batman shelf um do you stick by teams do you do like teams because i know like the, you know on legends and stuff you want to do like your x-men gold team things like that or good guy bad guy i mean like there's so much what's your approach on that it's an interesting topic i like the idea and i think it's very fresh for you because yeah you know you're going through right now going through it it's like i'm I'm breaking up with some of them as you're planning your setup (laughs) you're like okay how am i going to do this because i don't want to do it the same way i did it last time yeah creative and do something new and different kind of change it up it's definitely something that i think evolves over time you know like you start with a certain setup and then you realize oh, i'm not really into those figures anymore yeah or that's taking up too much space i need to switch this up yeah so for me i've got a few different detolfs that i like to display my stuff in and that's another thing too i think there's people that are displayers and there's yeah. people that just keep everything in box yeah like if i had to guess and i don't know him personally but page the toy page yeah I would imagine he keeps all the stuff in box. He seems very meticulous about his figures, which I don't think that's a bad thing at all. No, no, I yeah. Especially when you're talking about Mezco, there's there's the thought process that maybe I should just keep this in the box, keep it protected, not take it out. Oh, okay. Because I'm a toy photographer, I'm like, that's just annoying to me because yeah. whenever I want to shoot it, I have to go and get the box. You know, in Mezco boxes, they're kind of a pain. They're big. They are, so, they are a pain. As, as far as I arrange my stuff, I definitely do it by, uh, I started doing it by like comic property. Okay. So like I have my DC Detolf. Yeah. And then I have my Marvel Detolf. Okay. And because I have so much DC. It's I was going to say over- your Marvel Detolf is like empty. <laughs> <laughs> it started overflowing into Marvel. <laughs> you have one, you have one figure in the, in the Marvel Detolf. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. And then I have a whole Detolf that's like TMNT only. Okay. So like I've got my NECA stuff in there. Yeah. And I've got and as far as like okay, what goes on the top shelf? Yeah. So for DC, it's all Batman on the top shelf. It's yeah. more of like importance of character, I think. Okay, so like top top shelf on the D top is like prime real estate. 
yeah, that's like, okay, those are my most sought after figures, my favorites, the ones that I want to keep at the top so people see it first. And, and but okay, so like, and this is like kind of like the struggle I've been going through is even, and I think we can even like talk about different setups because Detox, I think it it's a certain um, like bragging right where you've shown like it's a badge of honor. Like, hey, I've been collecting for so long. I haven't had a Detox. Because I remember when I used to collect, when I first started collecting, I was just all legends. I had them like in bookcases and stuff. And I strive to get Detox. I was like, oh, once you get a Detox, you know, you've been collecting for a good time. And, you know, it's that museum presence that you can display them. And then um, from a Detox, there's obviously like other type of setups. So then there's lights introduced and it's, you just stick with Detox. Um, but then like, I have a love-hate relationship with Detox because that glass surface, like one little bump and they all start tumbling down. So I, I'm like, there has to be something else. And obviously there is like, I've, I, I really enjoy seeing uh, Dan Who's setup where I think they're like really bookcases. They're just regular bookcases and it's not glass setup, but he has lights all in them. You know, it looks really like he puts a lot of time in his display. So obviously there's different, different, um, what shelves that you can definitely use to display. I've seen some people like actually make dials out of some, some shelving material and create those type of displays. But going back to the display, that first, that first shelf, that's like prime real estate. Mm -hmm. And I kind of did the same thing. Now, do you look at each like shelf as, okay, this all has to be DC or do you like do Batman? And then the next shelf would be something DC related. Would it be like all his villains? or yeah yeah that's kind of how i was doing it for a while so like yeah. i had the top shelf which was like all mezco batman basically okay so because i have so many damn mezco batman yeah um so that one i was like okay i'm gonna do at least one shelf of just the mezco batman yeah second shelf was like okay mezco dc good guys ah uh, okay so you got like my flash green arrow shazam superman all of the flex. DC good guys yeah yeah i'm doing a little <laughs> bit of a subtle flex there it's okay. I'll raise uh, you one in just like two minutes. No, I'm just like, yeah. Well, just check check your story for today. You're already yeah. flexing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, in in that second shelf, then I'll start maybe mixing in other stuff other than Mezco. Oh, uh, okay. So like, okay, that's DC good guys. So I'll put in maybe my other Batman from like Mayfax or yeah, um, you know Yamaguchi or something. It doesn't then, bug you mixing lines. Not really, just because like it's it's all DC related. I don't really care you know, as much when it comes yeah. to that. And then third shelf is like DC bad guys. So like all my jokers, uh, mm -hmm. you know, whatever else I've got from DC direct or whatever. Yeah. And then that bottom shelf is really kind of like the lower budget DC. That's figures. like the whatever. That's like the trash figures. Yeah. It's like the $20 yeah. figs. So like yeah. the ones that uh, they're cool. I use them occasionally, but they're not like yeah. my main stuff. Yeah. And then Marvel's kind of the same way. I've got like my good guys on the top shelf. Yeah. I don't really have one central Marvel hero that maybe Spider-Man is my, my go-to mm -hmm. Marvel hero. Uh, mm, but I, I want to touch base on what you talked about with like Detolfs. Yeah. And how I definitely didn't start with Detolfs. I think it's something you have to evolve into. Yeah, definitely. Like you said, you get to a point where, okay, now I want to have an area to display my stuff. Because it started off just on an old bookcase. Yeah, same here. Yeah, I had one bookcase and then I realized mm -hmm. that it wasn't nearly enough space and yeah. so you kind of evolve but as much as I like detox I also really don't like detox mm -hmm. because they're made of full glass it scares yeah. the hell out of me every time I mess with them they don't feel like the most stable things to be honest 
the yeah. whole construction is a little weird. Yeah. You're basically pressing, you know, the glass together with your top and the bottom and kind of just adding pressure to keep it in there. Yeah. So that kind of scares me that there's so much tension on that glass. And then the whole magnet system, the way it opens. Oh, that's the those, worst. Yeah. Those magnets are so strong that you have to like yank that thing open. And, and there get, it goes. Yeah. Everything just starts to, like you said, they're so unstable that as soon as you bump it, everything's yeah. just kind of rocking. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, man, I'm going to come home one day and just have a pile of glass all over the floor, all in my figures. Oh, so I've been thinking worst. about getting rid of detoffs and actually upgrading to the billies because the billies okay. are like an all wood construction. You just have yeah. the, you have the wood doors with the glass in front of it. Yeah. So kind of taking a detour of what you talked about. I just wanted to talk. No, about and that, that, that's like, funny because I think I'm at that same point where I'm like, I have only three detoffs right now. And the, my couple of things, like the setup that I had prior, that was my thought going into now that I'm almost done with the move. I'm like, I want to do a different setup where it's more, I feel more fresh and taking advantage of the collection I have. Cause I really had dedicated each detox to a specific line. So one detox was all Mesco, one detox was all Marvel Legends. And then the other one was just like random. It was like storm collectibles, some of my favorite figs. And just like, it just looked like someone just barfed a bunch of action figures all over the detox. And I was like, ah, it didn't, it didn't look really cohesive. So with this setup, I had I set it up a little differently. But as I was doing it, I shoved this empty box. I mean, how much does the empty box weigh? It was very, very light, but it bumped into the detop and it knocked down all like I have a shelf that's just all like Gomez. So it's every single Gomez, that whole uh Mesco world where it's like all those characters, right? They mm -hmm. all just tumbled all over each other. And I was like, and the one that always worries me is the gold gomez because i have the heavy 18 karat gold head on him just because i'm gonna eventually put him on a chain and wear him like sunny sunny does i'm gonna do that and that bomb um, flex yeah and but he didn't fall i was like oh because i picture if he falls he's gonna take the whole detox with him the whole thing he's gonna, gonna knock out the whole glass shelf yeah yeah and i saw him wobble and i was like no 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 so i was like okay these detox really make me nervous um there has to be like a better suited something else that i can then i i was looking at the billy bookcase billy bookcases just because mm -hmm. i've seen other collectors eventually graduate to that where i get tired and they get so dusty and like do. i don't know They're, i just tops get extremely dusty and cleaning them oh my god Talk it's a pain and it always seems ass. like the figure in the back always falls and they create this domino effect so to get them uh and there's been times where like my like my john wick has fallen and he's gotten stuck between the shelf and the door so i'm like i'm gonna open mm -hmm. it and he's gonna tumble a couple more shelves so so this time i thought about okay the ones that fall more easily i'm gonna put them at the bottom of the of the detox not necessarily that they're lower or trash figures but like my popeye and bluto set i put them at the very bottom on the on the wood part so if he fall if bluto falls over it's no big deal he's not gonna knock down anything yeah. um so I kind of arranged it like that. I did one detox all DC. It's like my Batman stuff at the top. And at the very bottom, I did like this mix of like pop culture. It was like all these movie figures. I have the TMNT NECA. I have the Mafex Robocop. The Ed is, I somehow managed to get the Ed 209 in there. Oh, wow. That's big. Um, I, I got the Freddy Cougar in there. I got John Wick in there. So it's all like movie culture, you know. And I look at it, I'm like, okay, that's cool. It's at the bottom. Um, some people, like the little kids, my, my kids like that some, sometimes my nieces and nephews they have to stay behind the yellow tape that i've established around my detox <laughs> but they get it's at their eyesight 
You have mm-hmm. actually a tape line on the floor. <laughs> they cannot go beyond I, this point. Yeah. I tell them, hey, six feet away from the detox. <laughs> <laughs> Don't touch it. I hit them with a the yardstick. Oh, wow. So yeah. I was going to say, do you abuse these children when they're going beyond that line? It's, uh, you know what you do? You just set up like uh, one of those dog fences. Yeah. And then each kid has to wear it on the wrist. Oh, wow. That's, so that's going to get me in trouble. Yeah, go too close, <laughs> they get shocked. It builds character is what my dad It's one of those me, things so. they won't forget. They won't. They will never forget. They'll probably tell the authorities. Yeah, I remember <laughs> specifically, he told me I had to put this bracelet on. And if I got close to it, I would get zapped. I used to get shocked as a kid because of my father. Oh, okay. That's great. Well, that's That's another. (laughs) It's getting real sad real quick. (laughs) Yeah, it definitely (laughs) took a turn. I think Um, there's definitely different ways to approach it. So if you're just doing it for display purposes, you're probably going to display the stuff that means the most to you, you know? So, okay. And then, so here's, do you put stuff that, so like what I've been trying to do, and even when I first got the, Detops is putting the figures I like to mess with the most at the very top. Now mm-hmm. it's kind of scary because they fall. You know, if they fall, I try not to put like stuff that I really care for. So a lot of times it would be like legends or I've I've had some Mafex up there, but I try to keep them like in the center. So if they do fall over, like I try not to overcrowd the top of the detox because it's really easy for them to just topple over. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do have a tendency of putting the figs I really like the most or I like to mess around. Usually new acquired figs, I put them at the top, top of the detox. So that type of real estate is usually stayed for like new acquisitions. Yeah, that's interesting because the top of the detox, you're talking about in the detox itself yeah. or actually on top? No, at the top. At the okay. Top, like outside the glass case. Got it. Yeah. So on the at the top of mine uh, is where I keep a lot of my dios. Oh. So like the NECA dio goes on my main bookcase. Oof, you're putting a lot of pressure. I know. Well, it's it's big, but it's also not so heavy, you know? Oh, okay, okay. And then I have that Matrix Chateau Palace. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's dio from, thing. Uh-huh. I keep that the on white one stairs. Of them. Yeah, and then yeah. I've got the Bat Cave on my DC dio. Oh. Um, so because I use those pretty often. Yeah. But it's kind of nice just to have that up there, so I can pull it down and use it, okay. and then put it right back up to sort again. Okay. You know, See, and they are big, so it's like. Eh, yeah, that that would be a little dangerous nervous. putting it up there. Yeah, you are. You life. You like living life on the edge. But that brings me up to my next question. You know, for for yourself, I don't shoot a lot of photography, but I, you know, I eventually want to. That's life goals when I grow up be, to be like you. But <laughs> with the detoffs, that's the other. You know, you you mentioned the magnets. They're really tricky to get in, in and out. Yeah. So if you're setting up your figures and you like to take pictures, like detoffs probably wouldn't be uh, a thing for you because. If you want to get your Batman and they're behind the detox, opening them up, you're probably going to knock down a good portion of them. And let's say that Batman that you have in mind to shoot is probably in the back. Mm-hmm. So what figures do you consistently see yourself shooting? Is it figures in your detox or do you keep the figures that you shoot somewhere else? So that's that's a actually good question because I've sort of been evolving a little yeah. bit now. Because there is, even though I keep my Batman on that top shelf, there's been the instances where I bump into it yeah. and the door's already open because I've been in there and that Batman uh-huh. just comes tumbling down, Oof. you know? And then I have this moment of just like hysteria, like, Oh my God, not the, <laughs> not the PX sovereign, please. Yeah, yeah, You know, and then you see something pop off and you're like, yeah. Oh God, what was that? So I, I've been getting away from storing the figures. I like to shoot my detox because yeah. I've had so many issues where 
like you said, I'll reach for the one in the back and I knock yeah. over the entire setup and one of them yeah. comes toppling out of the detolf and it's just a nice They like to do head dives from the detolfs. All figures, Batman, Gomez. Yeah, right on head dives. right on his ears oh, too, yeah. right on the points. So it's yep. just bam. You yeah. know? Those are figures I'll probably never sell because yeah. they've just taken damage. Um, which I hate that for a Mezco because that's Mezcos are expensive. Like yeah. I can see the people that never take them out of the box because you run the risk of damaging it. Yeah. You know, and I live in a climate in Arizona, which is fairly dry. Yeah. I think that's another thing to consider too. You know, if you live in a really humid climate, it's probably not a good idea to keep your Mezcos out all the time. Oh, just because that moisture is going to get in there. It's going to cause yeah. them to look discolored. Yeah. Never keep your figures in direct sunlight, you know, because yeah. you're, you're oh, definitely yeah. going to, discolor them over time yeah i display my figures outside in my yard <laughs> well, I, want seen... the, I want my neighbors to see me with my mask i'm just sitting out there it may look like a yard sale but no sir i am displaying all my figures and then like i don't know oh the weekend after or the week later they're just all soft and yeah discolored faded well, why do they keep falling over i don't yeah. know maybe the joints are warming up yeah and i had to lay them, them i had to, to lay them down over. yeah <laughs> i had to lay them down on the grass well, I, I, uh, I've seen a couple of pictures from friends and they have it like close to a window. I'm like, yeah. so what do you do when the sun gets you yeah, know, yeah. intense oh, right there? That's crazy. You know, because it's it's dangerous. You, that, yes. that plastic can get discolored very quickly. Playing with fire. Yeah. So as far as like for utility reasons, I've started, and we talked about this last episode, but I've started using those um, those photo, photo holder things yeah. that I got from Michael's. Yeah. So like you were talking about with Rumble Society, I keep yeah. all my Rumble Society stuff in those. That's cool. So they don't even go into the detail anymore because I don't want to run the risk of dropping my street Gomez on uh, its head or something, yeah. you know, or God forbid something else that's super valuable. Yeah. You know? Not because I'm worried about selling it. It's just because if I want to shoot that, yeah, I don't want it to be damaged. I'm never going to be able to find that figure again at a decent price. Yeah. So I now I've started using those photo boxes. for that, And that's that cool because... You're making me now regret my Gomez setup or my Rumble Society Universe, whatever we want to call it. Because I put them all inside, but I'm like, these ones are probably the ones I want to mess with most. Because I mess with those Golden Skull Ninjas a lot in my old in my old house. I had them set up where it was on a bookcase where I can just easily reach them. And I would always find myself messing with those ninjas, even the Crimson Ninja and stuff like that. But now I was like, damn, I should get some of those photo cases. I saw somebody, I think in our Discord group, they got those photo cases that you, you were talking about from michael's and they start using the, the mesco tin boxes to put them in there and i was like yeah. oh that's sweet because i love those freaking tin boxes. like i love setting up a, or you know finding some type of usage i was going to thinking of displaying them but really smart idea especially yeah. if you're gonna travel so yeah that doesn't know what we're talking about those little lunchbox tins if yeah. you have those photo those plastic photo cases that we were talking about last episode you can actually fit like i think six or seven in them that's cool they're almost perfectly yeah. So if you're a person that likes to take your figures when you travel, because, yeah. you know, I, I do that a lot. I'm Who doesn't want to take a Mesco tin with them? Just yeah, yeah. skipping down the airport lane all free. I just Somebody, picture you with a Mesco tin and then like a hat with the with the propeller on top. Just yes. do, 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 yeah, just do, 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 do. suspenders, suspenders just, on. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> My run shoes home, are mate. untied. Run home. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's me. Is that lunch? No, that's figures. That's figures. Don't try to steal right it. it. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I mean, that's a great way to travel with yeah. your Mezcos. Uh, you know, you got to take proper care of your figures for sure. But see, I, I would think like somebody like you, or even like how you picked on Pedro there, I won't pick on Jason. 
<laughs> like I think somebody like Jason would have his figures ready to go at all the all the time. He probably doesn't have them displayed because mm-hmm. he's always like, oh, I'm gonna take a shot. I need a figure to to be readily available and then have their accessories. Like I'm I'm sure Jason has like a really good system of like I need some accessories because he, he's always doing a good job of using props, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think the more organized you are, the you know, he has, it's like, I picture, you know, like when you call the handyman over and he has his tool set, it's like, he doesn't have his tools displayed at home. He has them with them at ready to go. So I think got a that's a nice toolbox. Sometimes yeah. you got pegs on the wall where you're hanging yeah. everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well played, sir. Well played. I got all my Mezcos hanging <laughs> on pegs in the wall. That's what I'm, I'm probably going to start doing now. I'm just going to hang all the Mezcos on my peg, my peg watch just installed. Yeah, just hook it into the fabric. It's good. Oh, man. <laughs> People are cringing as they're listening. Like, Jesus, these guys. Uh, huh. But yeah, I mean, it's definitely something you got to think about. Yeah. Um, you know, because like like you said, if if you're a toy photographer, there may be a figure that you shoot, but then yeah. you don't pull it out again for like another couple months. Yeah. You know, Because I like to rotate out a lot of the things that I use. I try not to shoot the same figure all the time over yeah. and over again. I'm like, okay, what's a figure that I haven't touched in like six months? Okay, okay I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a shot of that, yeah. you know? So I like to have stuff at least that I like somewhat readily available. And I, I really don't keep stuff in box if I can avoid it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Last question that, I, that popped to mind is, so, because uh, I've seen a lot of displays. Um, how do you display your figures? Do you do vanilla pose or do you put them in an action pose? Mostly vanilla pose. Yeah. Just because mainly with Mezcos, I get afraid about them having like a permanent crease or a okay. pinch or something. What about your Gucci's? <laughs> the Yamaguchi's? <laughs> yeah. Anything plastic, I'll keep yeah. posed. You know? Oh, interesting. Because that's not as big of a risk. You know, if I if I think about it, I'll keep it posed. Otherwise, yeah. because posing also takes space. That yep. You know? That and that's my concern. See, so a lot of my shelves, they're all just like they look like little toy soldiers. Yep, like that. They're just like yeah, stiff. Very straight. But I want to. I want to. I want to have a full shelf. I think sometimes a shelf that's crammed with like a lot, especially like Hasbro Legends, they have a lot of color and pop, right? So like I have a shelf that's like the Marvel team, and it's some of the classic Marvel team, some of the just different different members. Because Avengers over time in comics, they've they've had different team members. They've had you know Wonder Man's been a member of the Avengers. They've had you know, so many crossovers. Um, and I think I have a collaboration of like, uh, there's Hulk, there's the, the giant man toy biz build a figure. There's, and then uh, I think a mixture of some of the figures there, the, the 80th anniversary Thor, he's such a solid figure and he pops because he looks like he came out of the comic book. And then I have the, the only Mesco that's in that shelf is the Mesco Iron Man again, because he really pops. He has that red cherry paint job and he looks really good amongst all the other legends. Um, and I think having that shelf really crammed, I have them like just stacked. There's even like, uh, the champions team, which is like Miles Morales, Kid Nova, um, Kamala Khan in mixed in there. And a couple of, you know, there's, I have a different vision in there. Um, that looks really good. But then when I do that same thing with my Batmans, they look a little, it's like, it looks a little overcrowded. So I kind of have to space them out. Um, and yeah. Good and when it comes to posing, to... good luck. Like I'm, I'm gonna be able to fit like four because I, I had a Spider-Man shelf and I was trying to pose them. And you know, with Spider-Man, you have to get really dynamic with posing. 
Well, I only ended up fitting like six Spider-Man. And I was like, okay, this is not going to work because I have like close to 30 Spider-Man. So I'm going to have to, and they're all legends. So I'm like, I'm going to have to figure out a different way to display these. So they went back into the box until I come up with a better idea. So that's sometimes too, I see a lot of uh, collectors where they show pictures of the, of the display, whether it's a shelf or a detox, and they're all action posts. And I'm like, man, that looks really cool. Even some of the Mesco, you know, but yeah. I'm like, yeah, you only got six Mesco on there and they're using the, their stands too. That's what I've seen. I'm like most of my stands, I saw somebody use them as a, like a coaster. I'm like, I, I would have used the Mesco as coasters because that looks pretty cool. Yeah. Just because they take so much uh, real they're estate in, in a shelf. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, you're, you're putting the figure on the middle of that and there's a lot of wasted space. Yeah. It's not being used. I think one of my goals though, even though we're talking about don't pose them, would be to have like a specific scene set up for each shelf. Yeah. That, you know, yep. so like I got, you know, the Justice League fighting dark side on this yeah, shelf. Or, that would be really cool. Yeah. I've got, you know, the Avengers, like all kind of standing in some like battle ready pose. Yeah. Know? One thing that I love about uh, Mike from High School Creations is he collects those detox size dioramas. Mm hmm. I think that'd be great for an idea like that. If you have like one little dio in each detolf. Yeah. And then you have like a scene that's sort of using that just because from a toy photography standpoint, I'm like, that would be cool to just have a scene that's always set up. Yeah. You know, oh, kind yeah. of ready to go. And, and that's funny because when I got the detolfs, I that was my idea for one of them just to build a dio inside the detolf and have it be a continuous scene. Like maybe the inside of a building where you know, somebody, a certain line, whether it's Spider-Man fighting at the top of the detolf mm -hmm. and then actually showing him breaking through the different floor. And I got the idea really from like um, the the Hasbro, the way they do their setups at the San Diego Comic-Con, they yeah. would usually have like this massive dial setting. And I'm like, how cool would that be if you could take chunks of that and put in a detolf? Then you can display all your figures and you have, they have so much, you know, they usually would have so much going on. You can kind of check out every single nook and cranny and see, oh, look, Hydra soldiers game beat up by cap or, or yeah. whatnot. Yeah. Me Mezco's really good about that too, where they have like these really elaborate setups to show off their figures. And it's a oh, conversation yeah. starter though, because as soon as Definitely. you walk by, that's like the first thing you look at and you're just staring at it. People yeah. are surrounding it. They're like, oh yeah. man, look at this. Like I remember one time I went to San Diego. I was like, man, D amazing has been here. Look at these poses. <laughs> yeah. You, know, you could tell he was hanging out at that Mezco booth, setting up that display. Did you see empty water looked... bottles. Left yeah, right. there's You're a like, couple oh, empty water bottles uh -huh. around. He's been here. I'm like, all right, do good, be good, right? Drinking <laughs> your water. But yeah, yeah, I mean, it really makes you want to look at it. It's a conversation piece. Yeah. I've got people over here and they want to look at my display room. I don't want it to look like a hoarder's house where yeah. I just got figures packed in there. Yeah. I want it to look like it's something that I'm actually trying to enjoy and have some entertainment from. But I also don't want it to take over my entire office, you know? Yeah, yeah. It needs to be like a one wall one or one and a half yeah. walls. I don't want it taking over the entire room. And I wonder if adding like those dial pieces would would uh, reduce them from falling. Because, you know, if, you, if, yeah. if you're using that pink foam, they're not as slippery. So you can have some texture True. on there. And, you know, I think... Or you could blue tack, you know, yeah, them down exactly. on that thing too to keep yeah. them stable. Or nail them, make it permanent, and just glue them to the foam. That's yeah, it. just put a nail on <laughs> the Mezco foot. Just <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, yeah. got it. Do you, uh, so that's another thing as far as display outside of shelves and cases. Do you put anything on your walls for figures? Um, contemplating it. I'm I've now. A lot of people do those. Do that with like retro Marvel Legends and stuff. Oh, so just like in box or actually like, taking them out of the box? 
inbox like you're just tacking it on the wall or yeah i don't know let's say like there's like a retro marvel legend you're like man i don't want to crack that open or you buy doubles of it just because you like the packaging so i yes with the spider-man wave or spider-man line i've done that one with certain characters i bought a kingpin i have the bath but the beat the one that came out from the retro line he looked like the animated version so i kept Mm -hmm. him in box and then the cyborg spidey um kept them in box too. And I have black cat just cause I haven't opened them yet. But <clears throat> surprise to me is um, I've done that with a lot of the Boa Fets from the black series line. And I just kept that going. I've gotten some of the Mando Mandalorian and I got Han and the Carbonite and another Boa Fett from like their 40th anniversary or whatever, 25th, I don't know, whenever Star Wars came out. So I have a bunch of Boa Fets all in box. And then uh, last year for Christmas, I got this, boba fett helmet that's like you can attach to a wall and it lights up and stuff so i stuck down the wall and i stuck all the boba fits around it and i was nice. like okay that looks pretty cool like that's that and uh, i've been i always get gifted since i'm a huge batman fan people always give me a uh, hot wheel uh batman cars for like even at work co-workers would give it to me you know stuff so i've collected this i've acquired this this mass collection of hot wheel batmans and i don't open them i rarely open them at um because i don't even buy them to be in with usually i get them as gifts but once you know that has started i'm like oh those are pretty cool so those those i do kind of set up up on the wall and they you know they're again they're conversation starters where people walk in they're like oh you like batman oh and now i know what to get you now it's like now i get batman hot wheels all the time yeah no i think that's cool i see a lot of people do that and there's some displays that look really nice yeah and And, again you know the way you do them the way you display them i'm like cool now now I'm going to get a 99 cents gift every time because people are like, oh, he likes Hot Wheels. I'm just going to get him that. I'm like, just you could have got me a $20 gift card instead of a... <laughs> no, I'm getting you Hot Wheels only. Yeah, that's it. Here you go. I spent a dollar like Hot Wheels. I'm like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a gift though, Josh. Just appreciate it. It's a thought it. that counts. Yeah. Yeah, but you spent a dollar on it. I know. I'm well, like, I told you that I wanted an action figure. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I do like a Batman, but I like Mesco Batman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> gift ideas, everyone. Josh only accepts Mezco. That's it. There's a price point. But I, here, you know, here we are talking. Go ahead. I was going to say, here we are talking about six inch figures. Yeah. And there's a whole nother line of people that collect hot toys. I don't even know where you would start because those figures are huge. Yeah, they are. And that's the thing, like evolving, like, you know, those Hot Wheels are tiny, but I get some, so many of them. And again, they're a dollar. So sometimes I'll be at the store and my kids will pick up something and I'll swing by the Hot Wheels section. And I'll see a Batman figure or a Batman car. And I'm like, oh, cool. Like right now, they're coming out with a lot of cool stuff. Where some of the Hot Wheels, they're not a dollar. I got tricked. And I almost bought this um, animated Batmobile. And it was like almost $8. And I was like, ah, uh, yeah, no, I like them for a dollar. Yeah. Um, but because they're so cheap, the Hot Wheels one, I start. I, I was getting them one, like I said, as gifts. But then every once in a while, I would pick them up. Now, you know, I have a bunch of them. And that's where like, you start display them on the wall and you're like, oh damn, now I have a whole freaking Hot Wheel wall. They're so tiny, but now I have a whole wall covered in Hot Wheels, right? And I've seen some of those collections where they've been collecting Hot Wheels for years. I could not imagine collecting Hot Toys. Like you're going to run out of room in no time because they're so big. And you almost want to display them with their, they come with a lot. Like I'm considering getting the Spider-Man classic Hot Toy that should be coming out this year. 
and he comes with a lot of pieces like he comes with the scorpion tail like he looks like he's fighting scorpion i'm like you want to display that with everything like you know you want to use the display piece because usually their their bases are either electronical or they're 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 a piece that needs to go with with the figure so yeah i could i could i could not imagine how much space i would need for a hot toy well you see some people sharing their stories and you know it looks good but it's yeah. like at least six or seven details just of hot toys hot oh toys, yeah hot toys you know it's they take up museum so much status. space yeah i think that's like uh tier three and i think mesco's like one <laughs> one point five tier one because there's obviously other lines that are it some, some i think some collectors base their their collection on the price point others mm-hmm. on their character you know um but if we're going to go price point like hot toys i don't know what's more expensive than hot toys yeah i think they take the i cake. haven't discovered unless haven't you discovered it yet. And if you start going into like statues, then you're really talking about yes. serious money. Yeah. Or you start collecting cars, you know. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, cars. I mean, you're gonna need multiple garages <laughs> yeah. at this point. We're getting way off topic here. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, yeah, I think it needs to be something that displays who you are as a collector. Right. What characters you're most interested in, and then also like, you know, leave some room for other things that you like. You know, so if you want like a photo area. Yeah, maybe yeah. have that part of your display yeah. or if you're like a cha-cha dance master yeah you know have an area where you can have a dance floor or yeah. if you know you do if you're like a makeup studio yeah you want a vanity area hey there's some people that do both like 796 studios now is dance studios slash makeup studios so let's he talk can... about this just cha-cha. for a second here <laughs> now i saw something that kind of bothered me in Uh-oh. 796's story today it's beef time he's always telling people like my name's not 796 makeup studios yeah. my name's not 796 dance studios yeah i am 796 studios i don't do all that right. crap yeah so i see a story from him today and yeah it says hey you know what i am 796 makeup studios and i'm like whoa dude where's the beef second. yeah yeah i was like hold on a second we've been calling you 796 dance studios and talking about your cha-cha talent yeah but you don't want to ever embrace that you know you got to embrace your talents dude yeah so i, I feel like I feel like you're kind of shunning the podcast in the fact that we want to r- represent you for your dance talent. Yeah, we want to recognize his uh, two left feet that he has, but the fact that he can still dance circles around me. I mean, he's a, apparently he likes to do makeup more than he likes to dance. Hey, you know, he's embracing that. I'm, I'm, I'm at a loss of words because when I saw that revelation come out and he's like, yep, I am 796 Makeup Studios. And I was like, wow. He owned it yeah i'm like good does for he, you does he but, does he have a 796 makeup studios page like he has a 796 dance studios page i i that i don't know he may be offering uh, a free tutorial now on makeup sessions that might yeah. be his new sponsor Jeez. i'm like come on dude i mean it just it opened my eyes you know yeah where, well where he's gonna true... put some he's gonna put some blush on those eyes next time you see him so <laughs> <laughs> not with sharpies either <laughs> he's gonna show you how to really do it how a man does it we see where your loyalties really lie, Mario. It's okay. Yeah, we see you. We're still going to embrace your cha-cha nature. Yeah, Mr. Cha-cha himself. One day we'll have him on and we'll, we can ask him these hard-hitting questions. Yes. I had to just make sure I talked about that because it just no, that's good. I know it was bothering you today. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of bothered me. This is where we handled the beef. Yeah. So anyways, I, I derailed mm-hmm. us, but anything else you want to talk about with the setups? Um, how often do you revisit them? Do you revisit them quite often? I would say... 
I want to say I revisit him pretty often. When you bump I, into the Titoff? <laughs> I get lazy and I'm like, until it becomes a problem, then I probably yeah. won't revisit it. So like the yeah. last time I bumped into it and knocked over all my Batman, I'm like, all right, I'm getting rid of half the figures that I have in here because yeah. this is pissing me off. Um, yeah, so I, I know there's some people that are really like obsessive with it where like um, they revisit it ever so often, like, you know, once a month or so, or they're always consistently messing with it, which I like too. I like seeing people set up. I always get a kick of either when they post it or when they're share on their stories i always love seeing other people's questions but i get a kick of it like hey that's cool I, I didn't think about mixing like i saw one earlier where they had all these different like it was not only marvel legends but it was every single different uh character all mixed in one shelf i'm like damn that was but it looked good it, it was you know i think the guy was a customizer so it made sense where he was like oh this is all these all these figures share the same buck that i could have been like the bucky mold so a yeah. lot of legends share that Bucky mold. So I thought that was really cool. And there's a lot of dial creators that I've seen that display their dials with yeah. their favorite figures. Like, yeah. uh, I, gotta, I hope I don't butcher his name, Drippo. Drippo oh, Drip Mode. Yeah, so he was another one. This is why he was one Drip Mode that got me to think about the setup too because his setups are super intricate. Like he has a TMNT setup and then he's done a couple of stories where he shows you and he's like, oh, this is my horror section. Drip mode, he's a phenomenal artist. Like he, I know he has a uh, YouTube channel too, but he does some killer, killer dials. Um, and he's got insane it, talent. His setup or his display setup, it's all like very themed. It's like turtles is one side, and he has like the arcade turtles, he has his X-Men setup. That to me, I'm like, man, he, that he's put a lot of thought into his uh display. So he, he really has. He's got the quarter scale turtles and he's got yeah. like a sewer display just for the quarter yeah. scales. I'm like, damn, dude, that looks yeah. really cool. Yeah, it looks really good. Yeah. So and he's I mean, moved a couple of times. So he's kind of gone through at least what you know, I've been following him for a good minute and I've talked to him a couple of times too. <clears throat> but when he was even moving, he was showing kind of like, oh, this is gonna be I'm gonna build this for this area. It's gonna be like my horror section. I'm like, that's really cool. Like, I love that. Yeah. He's, he's got some talent. So there, there's definitely people that think about it probably a lot more than me yeah. and you do. Yeah. Um, it's definitely a cool topic to, to kind of just, I, I wish we could have something that where people were just showing off their displays. Oh, know? that'd be really cool. Hey, to show off your display. Yeah. Know, tell me about it. Yeah. Because there's so many different, the way that me and you were talking about it can be completely different from how somebody else thinks about oh, it. Oh, yeah. And if you guys are listening to this as it's airing and, hey, you want to show your display, post a picture and, and you know, use our, Hashtag the figure booth, tag us. I want to see those displays. That's that always gives me I'm stuck right now and I have like two empty spaces on my detop where I'm like, ah, I'm just gonna throw whatever stands out to me. You're kind of looking but for yeah. some inspiration right now. I am looking for some inspiration, yeah. Yeah. No, uh, good topic. I liked it. Cool. What um, else we got? So we got we got a lot of pre-orders that went Man. live. You know, pre-orders. You talk about seven up. days, you're like, how much stuff can happen in seven days? Yeah. But the more that I watch the Foosh Weekly and you start yeah. seeing all the, you're like, there's just so much crap that happens. So yeah. I think the biggest one is the Mezco release that happened. Of course. On this show, it is. Yeah. <laughs> on this one. The one that we care about yeah. is Mezco. So uh, we saw this figure displayed, not really displayed, but teased back yeah. at Toys Fair. Mm-hmm. And uh, everybody's kind of been wondering, like, what is this figure all about? It looked like a guy that was tagging a wall. Yeah, you know, that's about all we knew about it. So they finally started releasing some um, extra, like I don't know, some info about it. I don't, uh -huh. I can't remember if it was like a, it was on their Twitter first when they said something like, "Hey, this is coming on Wednesday." Oh yeah, that's yeah. where I first saw it. And yeah, it was like a video 
of vapor, which is the new Rumble Society hoods figure. So a little bit of history, Mezco actually had a line called hoods yeah. back in the day. I don't even yeah. know how long ago where they had these same figures. It was vapor and then a few other characters. I don't know all their names. This is kind of like a revamp of that line. Yeah. So it's not like a brand new idea. It's something that they've actually worked on before. And now they're like, okay, let's bring this into the 112 collective. Yeah. You um, know, what's crazy is on one of the hangouts with uh, Paige and Jason, they were talking about like, what's what could be possibly coming next? And I, I'm pretty sure like Paige had managed like, man, you know that Mesco did this line called the Hoods way back. I could see that coming back because it's really like, and long behold, I mean, I think Damn. it was like maybe like six months ago that it, it, he had, Paige had mentioned it. Maybe he had insider's info. Maybe he didn't. Maybe he's just because he's really, he, his pulse is on Mesco. Like he kind of knows the trends and stuff. Everything that's going on. Yeah. So yeah. I thought that was really cool because I, I when they were like, oh, it's this guy from the Hoods. I'm like, hey, I remember Paige talking about it on one of their Hangout episodes like months back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was kind of cool that he called it. And speaking of Paige, one thing that was really cool about this release is that Mezco like really employed the toy community to help oh, yeah. sell the figure. So first post I saw was from Jason B. Michael. Yep. Yeah. And he Killer had been, shot. Yeah, he had been sent a, a Hoods figure and uh, did a, just an amazing shot of the guy... It looked like he had been tagging. So it's yeah. funny because Jason had been sharing this brick wall that he had been building. Yeah. yeah he's been sharing it in stories. Everybody's like, you know, what's, I, I was thinking to myself, like, I wonder what he's going to use that for. I yeah. can't wait to see that pop up. Yeah. So he had made that brick wall specifically for this hoods vapor shot. And then he did a shot that basically looked like that vapor had, you know, been tagging the wall and then the cops showed up. And he's like hightailing it out of there. So yeah. it was a really cool pose of Vapor kind of running. He's got his backpack in the side of his hand. He's got spray cans and Falling he's got out. those uh, paint markers. What are those things yeah. called? Paint, yeah, markers. There's Sharpies yeah. that you use for eyes. Better. Yeah, yeah, Sharpies <laughs> that I use for eyes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and he's kind of just taken off. It was a really cool shot to just kind of sell the idea and um, really start like creating the hype about that figure because I think yeah. it was just so unexpected to see a toy photographer with that figure in hand before maybe someone like the amazing. Right. Um, and literally almost at the same time, the amazing uh, posts a review of it. Yep. So he's unboxing it. He's showing the review off. And then on the same day, toy page is like, Hey, I'm going to post an unboxing on my YouTube channel. So yeah. he posted an unboxing where he went and did like extreme detail. I love this about page because he knows stuff that I didn't even think about would be a part of that character you know he knows the history of it he's yeah telling me about the hoods line he's telling you all the details like he even says it himself he's like hey guys i know i talk a lot but i do it by design <laughs> um so if you want to know a lot about the figures if you yeah. want to know detail about you know why certain accessories are in there i think that toy page unboxing is great yeah and i think was. it's like a new series he's, he's starting it, it was really good i like the it. breakdown is what he calls it yeah yeah that was really good and then uh last but not least a artist well, I wasn't as familiar with, uh, uh -huh. but he does stop motion. His name is Jay Just Made It. Yeah. Um, he was also sent one and did a really cool stop motion video of Vapor. Kind of like that same idea where he's hanging yeah. out sort of on the streets. Uh, he's doing, he's up to no good, tagging was, walls, and then he gets chased off. It was almost like, as, as I was watching that uh, stop motion video, it was like, oh, this is what happened before Jason took the picture. 
Yeah, you know, exactly. Like they all, yeah, it was yeah, so it's cool. funny. Like, it goes like, along with it so well. Everything was so cohesive from the reviews, from page to D, and the pictures and stuff. I was like, the minute I saw the picture, I was like, ah, oh, okay, now I get to see the face. Because I think we had all seen the gas mask and the spray paint. I needed to see what the figure looks like. The minute I saw that picture, I was like, ah, I got to have it. Yeah. And it's so different. It's not Very a roach. Different. It's not a skull. Mm-hmm. It's It reminds me almost of like Nightmare Before Christmas because he kind of looks like the the little kid with the skull because like, he has such a round face and stuff. Yeah. Um, and, and the minute I saw D's The Amazing's review, I was like, oh, his hair is like felt. Um, yeah, it's like it's flocked. flocked. It's flocked, flocked, right? Yeah. And and then he he's like, yeah, his hair is like kind of has like a, it, it is flocked. He mentioned down his reel. I was like, yep. All the different uh, ways you can uh, customize them from the different soft goods that he comes with. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'm going to have to have two because you can easily make one look one way and the second papers look a different way. Yeah, definitely tons of kit bash potential. potential. Yeah, I could see different variants of this figure coming out. Yep. And just like loaded. It almost felt like it was loaded with so many accessories. It almost felt like an accessory pack with a figure and it added in. Yeah. You know, because you just get all the stuff we haven't seen before, like uh, that full face respirator, the gas mask yep. is really cool. Definitely. Like what? You know, go ahead. Three, three different heads, I think. Yeah. Three different heads. Yeah. It, it comes with a pair of headphones, mm-hmm. the it hat. comes with like a sketchbook. Yeah. yeah. A hat, a hoodie, yeah. a bubble jacket. Yeah bolt cutters yeah three paint cans of what they call vandal varnish it actually has a safe yeah. shake-up function oh that so was actually, so cool you can yeah. actually shake it and it sounds like a spray paint can yeah the marker mops which i forgot yeah. what it was oh. but the, they're called marker mops and then just like jeans work boots he comes with two different styles of shoes which that's the first um, yeah they haven't given us swappable shoes before so that yeah. was really cool he comes with like doc martens they don't really call them that and then I think like, you mean Tim's there. Those were Tim's. Yeah, Tim's. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, I, those I, think were... I call them mocks. So oh, mocks. Like Mez- but Mezco docks. That's yeah. funny. And then I think somebody had called out their Air Force Five Jordans. Oh, nice. Yeah. Are his other shoes. Yeah, because it looked like with. Jordans and Tim's. That's, a, you know, it's that East Coast vibe. Yeah. And then it comes with like a baklava. I mean, just so much stuff. Oh, yeah. Stuff. That's cool. Uh, really just opens the door for kit bash potential and just a really like kind of cartoony looking figure like you said it's incredibly unique yeah uh, really really cool so that went up today for pre-order and the price wasn't bad either no, no it, was it wasn't 85 but 112 with all those accessories and you're getting so many soft goods the two jackets the the, the hoodie i mean like i, I just feel and the 10 and it wasn't a swag bundle like you're not getting a shirt you're not getting some funky stickers everything's for the figure i felt like 112 i was like okay dead on that was the nosferatu was around that and mm-hmm. we got a shirt and a cell um and still nosferatu was a, was a solid buy because it came with the with the casket and the rats but i think this one goes over even over because it's all focused on the figure yeah There's, it's you know like you said it's all focused on kind of building out that you know his backstory sort of yeah like who he is yeah yeah really really cool release the pre-order went out gosh i think so it did the same kind of thing that we've seen from some of the other rumble society figures where it goes up for buy it now yeah and then immediately not immediately but a little bit later it went up for pre-orders the buy it now sold out in like eight minutes it was insanely fast and then they put up a pre-order which i think is still up right now as we're talking that's cool i mean you you get it you get it what like 12 months later hey at least you don't have to buy scalper prices 
That's true. You're going to yeah. be the last kid on the block, but you don't have to price out the prices. Well, and as soon as you said that, um, as soon as it sells out, boom, there was already like 10 oh, listings yeah. on eBay for three times the price. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. That's insane. So yeah, uh, really, really cool release. Uh, but that wasn't the only thing that came out this week. We got some pretty cool news from Super 7. Oh, I am pumped for Super 7. What did they release, Josh? Silverhawks. Silverhawks. Yeah. Yeah. Missing the, missing the chrome on them, but I, I mean, yeah. <clears throat> from from what I've heard and read and stuff, and not necessarily with Super 7, their line, but with the, the original Silverhawks, like I used to have, I think almost all of them, but that chrome, that shiny stuff starts to fall off after a while, especially like on the wing stuff. So I think I remember when, and I don't even know if, if this was uh, Brian from Super 7, but they were asking somebody about like making it shiny and they said it's a really it's a real challenge to make plastic stay shiny and for it to last you know the last thing you would want is to pay 60 bucks for a figure and then like in 12 months that to start flaking off mm -hmm. so when i saw the picture i was like oh it's not shiny kind of bummed me out but then when i saw the full reveal i'm like oh it's a different buck it's not the masters of the universe motu buck which i'm glad they didn't go that single joint stuff it looks mm -hmm. like a much more modern take on the Silverhawks. I'm stoked. I'm all in because I'm not going to get Silverhawks nowhere else. Yeah. And it's, I, I got to be honest, I never really watched Silverhawks as a God kid. God damn it, Nate. Get off the park. That's it. You're, you're out of here. Mario, come on in. Talk oh, your way I, back I into this. I didn't even know if I should admit that, but yeah, that was a mistake. Strike two, my friend. So, I don't really know a whole lot about the, the backstory on these figures. You don't need to know the backstory. Look at them. They look cool. It's the 80s. Everything. Everything was like future. Everything was like apocalyptic uh, on the 80s. Everything was like Mad Max. Everyone survived this crazy war and everybody was half robot, half I was going to say, Nerf what steel. are they? You know, they're half robot, you're saying? They're part half, machine. Half part like metal? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, you've got Quicksilver, Steelheart, which is the, yeah. the lady. And they both come with hawks, I guess, because yep. that's that was their that was their thing. Mascots, yeah, yeah. Everybody had a hawk. You get Buzzsaw, who looks like a robot. Yeah, he looks huge. It looks like he's going to be a really big figure. And then you get Moonstar, who also looks incredibly massive. Yeah, he looks cool. Yeah, so cool line. Uh, really cool to see Super Seven really sticking to what they're good at, which is the nostalgia. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you can expect that line's probably going to grow. Yeah, if they do the rest of the characters, that's really cool. I mean, it would have been nice to have some, like, because that was a, a huge hit. I remember being a kid. It's, they're all so shiny, and especially the other characters. Like, there's one character who's like a, he's like a really um, tangerine type of orange, and he was super shiny. There was another one who, who was like the muscle of the, of the group, and he was like a dark green he was like a forest green so he he looked really, and again they were all metallic because everything was shiny in the 80s like shiny hair shiny cars shiny toys you weren't cool unless you had some shine to you you had to have shine you had a little bit of shine but yeah that that was like at that time those cartoons were always it was either half human half robot or half human half animal like there was some there was another line where like there were sharks and like the good guy was like a shark what the, those were called about animorphs oh was it animorphs yeah no it wasn't animorphs oh i don't there was uh there was <laughs> the shark like um god what the hell i think it's called his name was like kano i want to say his name was kano 
he was like half human and then he jumped in the water and he turned to a shark and like the bad guy i think was like a stingray or something but you know that was kind of like the genre like brave star like brave star his horse also talked and now he was a psychic which i always thought was kind of weird now i thought was weird when i was a kid i was like yeah brave stars on you know he'd call the the strength of a bear and the speed of a puma which i never knew pumas were really fast but i guess as as a kid i was like yeah speed of a puma and (laughs) but now re-watching it i'm like wait that's a psychic he was just riding them for like you know four or five 40 miles and then like the horse stands up and now all of a sudden he's like i'm here let's go kick some butt i just thought it was weird wait was it street sharks that you were talking about no not street sharks oh there, okay. there's another there was another in that too like street sharks street sharks man that'd be also, cool to see like get remade yeah. street sharks street sharks that's when we had all this weird stuff biker mice from mars yeah yeah you know no this man, other they- one was was another short-lived it was similar to silverhawks but it was like silverhawks but in the sea interesting yeah. okay yeah, I don't know about that one, but it would be cool to see them just go deeper into these old nostalgia lines. Yeah, I'm excited for Silverhawks. So what else? Uh, Legends. The, yep, Legends again, does it again, which I'm losing uh, my passion for Legends, but I love what they're pumping out, this five-pack with the Wolverine set. That was uh, really cool. Yeah, we had the naked Wolverine, which yeah. um, toying around, Kevin got to reveal. Yeah. And then what you get the Omega Red, which is an updated repaint of yeah. what they released before, which I think is a cool way, even though people are like, oh, they could have just changed the buck. You're, yeah. you're giving people another opportunity to get a figure that yeah. is more expensive and hard to find. So not too bad. Yeah. Then you get Callisto. Yeah. Right. And yeah, then Callisto. And then Cyber. Cyber. And then who's the last guy? And then Mastermind. Mastermind. Yeah. Is he from the Hellfire Club? Yep. Okay. Yeah. See, he has like the same kind of get up. Yeah, he has he has that fancy the fancy suit. Yeah, but people were saying that that face they could they could use it for a morph for a, a fox oh. animated morph because he has those saggy eyes that he's been up like all weekend partying doing lines <laughs> of coke or something. But yeah, that that set was cool. The um, MCU Collector Twenty Four he got to reveal the Combination Hulk, which I thought that was cool too. Compound Hulk. Here, yeah, the Compound is- Hulk. Oh, uh, my Combination Compound Hulk. Hey, if you're a big Hulk fan, that's that should be right up your eyes. I thought that was really cool, but I was like, okay, I mean, how many more Hulks do I need? I yeah, need them all, but it looks like the same Hulk body, and they literally just put a line down the figure. And I know it's yeah. it's based on it. There's an actual comic where they mesh yeah. Red Hulk and Green Hulk together. I don't know how they do it, but it's basically what it is. So you got half the side that's Red Hulk, half the side that is Green. And that's Hulk. when I stopped reading comics because they were just getting a little too funky. But what I do want to see is like a blue A-bomb. So during that time, Abomination, he came out and he was like this really vibrant blue color. If they do a blue A-bomb from like the comics, oh, I would totally pick them up. That would be cool. Yeah. And then uh, Owen Wilson, right? Which every time time I kept, I guess his name's Mobius in in the show. I kept thinking, I'm like, is everyone talking about Morbius? I was like, what? Yeah, I know. It's immediately what I thought. Morbius, he's a vampire. Yeah. And I'm like, why am I seeing pictures of Owen Wilson? Yeah, which the new Loki show I think just started today. I haven't yeah. checked it out yet. Have you Neither seen have I. it? No. So he's like a big character in that show, but he's basically just a dude in a suit. Yeah, he's the wedding. He's a wedding crashers. I just need a Vince Vaughn now. <laughs> he gave my Owen Wilson. I need a Vince Vaughn figure. Damn it! Because look, if I get a Vince Vaughn figure, I can pair him up with Owen Wilson, do wedding crashers, and then I pair him up with my Happy from Iron Man. I can do swingers. 
And those two movies, like, oh, amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Talk about Toy Photo in the making. Oh, man, that movie is one of my favorite It's just hilarious. He's It's a great he, movie. That was like the first character Vince Vaughn has done throughout his whole career. Because after that, you see that same character in every single movie he does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. He's always the same guy. He's basically. always the same guy. <laughs> yeah. And Swingers is like, if you haven't seen Swingers, definitely watch it. It's such a it's hilarious great movie. Yeah. I, I always tell my friend, I'm like, hey, why don't you go try the China Club? Why don't you go try the China Club? And he just, <laughs> he gets so mad at me. <laughs> Shut up about that movie. Yeah. Dude. All right, so what about uh, Plastic Confessions? Man, Plastic Confessions this week, I am all but dry. I am trying to collect these chips. I think we talked about it so much last week. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try to go for a chip. I've been a week sober. haven't bought anything. I was going to say chips. What the hell? Oh, I get it. Collectors (laughs) Anonymous chips. That's right. It's going to be a group club of one. One of one, just me by myself. You guys are going to get really boring you know, with these plastic confessions, it's going to be me. Yeah. Well, I actually, I'll make up for you this week. Okay. Thank you, sir. Pretty, pretty epic week of plastic confessions. So you guys have heard me talk about this set before. I've been all the time. Yeah. I've been bothering Josh with like, Hey, you haven't seen that. Have you? (laughs) Hey, you haven't seen that. Have you? Um, Asking friends. I've been searching for it myself. Uh, I could not find it anywhere. I almost gave up because I was just getting, you lost hope. You know, we talked about the hunt, and I, I'm not a big hunter anymore. I don't like to hunt. I don't like to go out and waste my day and hunt for stuff. So I'd almost give it up. And I'm talking about the NECA TMNT Turtles in Disguise four pack. But I've got a friend on Instagram that I've become more familiar with over the last few weeks. He actually checked out the podcast. He reached out to me. His name is Michael from AZ Toy Hunters Guild. You guys can follow him on Instagram. If you're a local Arizona collector, you know, you should definitely follow him because he's all about helping local collectors. Um, so he's always posting like, you know, his hunts or where people are finding things. And we had kind of been DMing back and forth. And I told him like, Hey, you know, if you happen to find one, you know, let me know. So he'd give me a couple of heads up. I didn't get lucky because I got there a little too late. Um, so I kind of told him, I said, Hey man, I, I appreciate you helping me out so much, but I think I might just give up on this literally that night. He dans me and says, dude, I got you a four pack. And I was like, no way. Wow. So I, I met him the next day. Yeah. Uh, we got to meet in person. I got to talk to him. One of the nicest guys I've ever met. Uh, just extremely humble guy. He just, you know, he's just like, hey, I just want to help you out. You know, I know you're yeah. a collector. I just wanted to, you know, see if I can help you. And he's helped other people get that four pack before. That's freaking um, awesome. So yeah, he hooked me up, man. He didn't ask for me for anything else other than retail uh met me you know gave me the four pack and now like i couldn't be happier i'm so stoked to have that finally in my collection it was how are you like liking it those, it's great dude oh, there's dude, so many that's... things included in that set yeah. it's insane that's awesome all the clothes all the accessories all the turtles you know you have the swappable heads which are yeah. really cool just a really cool set so a huge thanks to michael i know you listened to us i appreciate you supporting the podcast and i appreciate you supporting me as a collector man thank you very much um so another thing i got uh talking about the gucci game i think i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna be mentioning gucci probably every single week yeah but after getting and i talked to you about this after getting joker and harley i was on the hunt for deathstroke yeah so i put it in my story like hey does anybody have amazing yamaguchi deathstroke because that thing's going for pretty good money on ebay now yeah um got reached out by my friend punk at puncture boy underscore his name is daniel he's also a toy photographer and he had deathstroke and batman and I had avoided Batman because Batman has this really funky cape that he came with. It was a very 
huge plastic cape with a bunch of different pieces, very complicated. I was very hesitant of that figure, but he's like, I actually got rid of that cape. I have a Harker cape. Oh, nice. So at Harker Customs, if you guys are not familiar with him, he makes these amazing cloth capes that are wired. This guy had bought one for this Batman and he was giving rid of both. He gave me just an amazing deal. I couldn't pass it up. So I got both of those. Big thanks to Daniel. And last but not least, because I had been hunting, I found uh, the NECA, the Thing figure. Um, so oh, originally nice. I hadn't planned on picking that up, but man, yeah. just seeing it in hand, it's such a detailed figure. It comes with a whiskey bottle, a whiskey glass, uh, like a lantern. Yeah. Uh, it's one of those figures that you just get a lot for the accessories too. Yeah. And the figure itself is just very unique. So I picked yeah. that one up. Um, it's a so good yeah, background my, figure. Yeah. Those are my that's awesome. That's a, yeah. That's you definitely made up for my so uh, soberness this week. Pretty epic haul. Damn. Okay. Um, last but not least, Nasty Nate's Dirty Trick. Here we go. Of the week, which it's I got to be honest, one. guys, and I told Josh about this earlier. I don't know how I'm going to continue this long term <laughs> because I'm starting to run out of tricks to tell you. Um, so I'm, gonna, I'm trying my best here to be creative. But one thing that, and I've talked about this before, but um, once you get a, uh, you know, use your dios and scenes in creative ways. So the NECA dio, you know, everybody just looks at it like, oh, that's a two-story building and it's huge. Yeah. It's just too big. I can't use that. But it's modular. So you can actually take it apart. You can use the top portion. You can use the side walls. You know, you could use some of the windows if you wanted to. Mm -hmm. uh, try to think outside of the box with your dios and your setups. So it just doesn't have to be a, a building. Oh, it can yeah, be yeah. the interior of a building. You know, I use it for interior shots all the time. Yeah. Um, you know, if I'm going to use. Um, oh, so you're saying you know, change their setup. Yeah. Change the oh. setup of your dial pieces. So some dials aren't cool. as modular, you know, yeah. but like even the back cave, you can take the back computer off. You can take the little console off. You can, you know, the little chair moves around. So you can actually use that in different setups. It doesn't just have to be what it is. Yeah. Just be creative. And like, if you get a scene where you have a setup that you like, think of other shots that you can do with that same scene. Yep. You know, like uh, with the TMNT shot, I did a Batcave shot. Yeah, that was really I good. Had, yeah, I had my Bruce Wayne kind of kit bash. And then in that exact same setup, I didn't really change anything. I then created a Batman versus TMNT pizza time scene. So I'm trying to like, okay, I've already got my lights set up the way I like him. I like the way the camera's positioned. What else can I do before I tear this down? Because those yeah. setups take a long time. So I'm just saying, you know, be creative with your setups. Try to use them in different ways other than just the one way. What, what are you laughing <laughs> No, about? it's so funny. It's like if we were to be on the Pee Wee Herman show and the uh, code word would have been set up, we would have been going off bonkers. Like, I'm like, hey, if you guys count how many times we just used the word setup and, and Nate's <laughs> dirty trick. And if it's 10... Tag them, might be, tag them in your picture and be like, hey, here's my setup. That was, I was trying not to laugh, but I was pretty, but it made sense. I didn't even like, realize I did that. No, that was times. awesome. I was like, I'm going to start counting. Um, I got close to 10, but if it is 10, hey, take a picture, Please. show us your setup. I don't think it was 10. Um, tag us in those pictures because I love getting a kick out of it. Like, I know you send me your picture stuff and I'm like, oh, it's that. But then when I see the behind the scenes, it, it is. To your point, the, 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 the way you do set up your picture, it's crazy. Sometimes... You know the perspective that i've seen a lot of spider-man shots and where he, it the photographer makes him seem like he's crawling the wall or he's up going up the wall mm -hmm. but in actuality it's laid 
flat on the surface and it's just a camera, you know, or right. yeah, a lot of times they use like a glass trick. So a lot of times the way you look at, at one's setup is, is pretty unique because I think we're so focused on, oh, I just want to take this one picture and then that's it, tear it down. But if you take a step back and you can use it with another different character and right. really take advantage of the of the fact that you've put so much thought into how you position your light, you know, if you use them in tier and you throw on some other figures that you have, a lot of us collect different, you know, you throw some NECA figures and all of a sudden now you have a different picture. So I know a lot of us that are toy photographers sometimes struggle to, hey, I, I hit the wall and I don't have any new content. But I think using that one original setup and if it produced a good shot like for your batman or, or whatever figure you use you take down your batmans you put them away but let's say you leave your setup yeah here we go number 10 right yeah throw some more figures on there and then see what that setup does for you i couldn't have said it better myself <laughs> man use your setup in multiple yeah. ways <laughs> yeah no and, and that's clever because i think it's easier said than done because we don't think about it we're we spend all this time putting up all these props like i've a lot of times you know, use those the extreme bar set and I throw in all the arcades for, for the orders. And I just, it takes me a good minute to set it all up, put in the arcades or right, take a picture. And then I get, I do get a lot of compliments or I do like, Oh, would you get that from? Okay. It's extreme sets or whatnot. But then if I throw some figures in there, I'm like, Oh, you know what? Then the creative juices start flowing. And it's really crazy how certain figures just propel you in a different direction. You throw in star right. Wars figures. It's a whole different scene. You throw in some Marvel legends. It's a whole different scene. It's the different vibe, you know? So it's crazy. Right. What a, a couple of figures, you throw some goons and like a Wolverine that's like now the scene has changed. So it's, it's, it's crazy, but yeah, change your setup. Um, and hopefully you guys enjoyed nasty neat tricks. Cause he's, uh, he's going for it right now. He's <laughs> I'm running out. He's running out, running out of steam. Uh I'm going to try to no, keep you got creating it. different right. ideas, but, yeah. uh, you know, there's only so much I can tell you guys about toy photography. <laughs> we'll see. Awesome. Well, that was a good one, man. I think you, you got me pumped up. So it definitely, it was, uh, it if, got me if thinking. Josh is happy, my job is done. Hey, that's it. We end this on a happy ending. So, <laughs> uh, not, not so much, but yes. Oh man. All right. I tried. <laughs> Well, Not that kind of happy ending, Josh. Just I, I was just we're good. It was a good nasty <laughs> trick, and we're towards the end of our show. And hopefully, the hopefully they're still listening. So yeah, hopefully you guys made it this far. Yeah, and if you have, we, as always, we want to end it with giving you guys a lot of kudos, a lot of recognition, because time over and time again, each week you guys have definitely surprised, and it just really humbles me seeing the re the the stories of just the mentions of our podcast when it drops um we are working on some new stuff that hopefully uh we'll be working on a youtube channel and <clears throat> having some guests um we're compelling our list and reaching out to those so we can schedule it and actually have an audio portion and as well as a video to go with our guests and this way you guys can have you know something to look at if you're bored at home or, or whatnot but i think just huge kudos to the community because you guys have gone above and beyond of showing the support so it always just leaves me uh definitely craving to do more for the next episode yeah i can't uh, echo that enough every time i get like a personal reach out of someone that just resonated you know i get somebody that says like man what you said in this episode really resonated with me now yeah. i'm doing this you know i yeah. love hearing stuff like that that's cool because i'm like people are listening they like the content you know that yeah. that really really helps out me and josh to feel like okay we're doing something that people enjoy yeah for sure because 
that that's really what keeps the engine going. So that feedback, we appreciate it. Keep that feedback coming to us and we'll keep pumping out the content for you guys. So uh, lastly, I have been your host. You guys can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all under prime to the first. And I have been Nate, AKA figure fan underscore Nate. You can find me on Instagram, sometimes on Facebook and occasionally on TikTok. Thanks guys. You guys have been listening to the figure booth. Thanks everybody.